Welcome to the dark forest. Jackie and her pals will never bore us. Shameless confessions about our obsession will make us laugh and smile. So let's explore the dark forest and dark down for a while. Hello and welcome to the dark forest. This is Jackie Cation. Uh, you know the websites, JackieCation.com, DorkForest.com, TheDorkForest.com, FamilyPetAncestry.com, for no particular reason, except I thought it was funny. So if you go to FamilyPetAncestry.com, brings you over to my website. Thanks for listening, folks. The credits, of course, Patrick Brady's gonna fix this audio, bless his heart. Mike Rickberg composed and sang the intro song. And he will sing again at the end, the lyrics to the Mexican hat dance. He sings in the beginning with his girlfriend, Sarah Cohen. Lovely, talented. Uh, Vilmosh fixes my website, JackieCation.com, and he could do yours if you're looking for, uh, looking for some help. Anyway, the, let's see, you can go to the website and you can order merch. There are Ranger of the Dork Forest, Dork Forest t-shirts, my CD and DVD. My new, my newest DVD CD, this will make it excellent Horcrux, was top, was number four on Vulture.com, was number two on Bullseye on NPR with Jesse Thorne. Uh, getting some love is what I'm saying. Under the Gun, I was number four as well, dot com, for best comedy specials of the year. So you can get the DVD on JackieCation.com, you can get the CD on Amazon or iTunes or whatever. And other than that, you can donate to the show. That's right. Ten bucks a month gives me a hundred dollars a year, which makes you a super fan and is very exciting for me. And it pays for audio and video and cashews and chocolate and rent and food and whatever else. But if you appreciate the show and you can donate, please do. If you just want to order stuff, that's fine, too. And if you just want to listen and tell people about it, that is also as well. Thanks a lot for listening, you guys. Uh, stand up dates all on JackieCation.com. Let's get into it. At RBC Wealth Management, social responsibility starts at the top. As a part of the Royal Bank of Canada, RBC has been recognized among the world's financial, social, and environmental corporate leaders. Our sense of responsibility extends to our reputation for putting clients' interests first. My personal commitment is to help you achieve your financial goals by also considering sustainable and responsible investing strategies. To learn more, visit www.darlacashian.com. RBC Wealth Management, a division of RBC Capital Markets, LLC. Member NYSE FINRA SIPC. Hey, it's Jackie Cation. Welcome to the Dork Forest. I am in a very loud restaurant. There's going to be eating. You guys, calm down. If you can't take it, uh, feel free to go listen to an old episode with Ken Jennings or something. Uh, So... The, uh, but I'm sitting here with Andy Levitt. Uh, LiveNation.com is who you work for. Yeah, I work for Live Nation. Excellent. Uh, LiveNation.com, correct. It's true. You're the. I think of you as the Carl Rove of of comedy because <laughs> you're behind the scenes. I am behind the scenes. That's kind of where I like to be. That's uh, where you're a puppet master. Yeah. <laughs> Just uh, work with incredibly talented people such as yourself. Thank you very much. And oh, that is the smoke I wish to have received. <laughs> yeah. I appreciate that. And then uh, laugh but, backstage and get yelled at daily by business people. Excellent. You're constantly soothing, soothing the, the ruffled feathers of various theater venues. Right. It's because now we met because of uh, Brian Reagan. Correct. And but you just did Nick Swartzen's new 
new special? Yeah, we did Nick's tour, um, and that special I think comes out in April. Okay, that's exciting. Uh, we have other tour. We do Lewis. Bla- I work on Lewis Black's tour. Oh, that's neat. So Lewis constantly works. Uh, work on Daniel Tosh when he works. Right. Uh, and Joe, Chappelle. Kind of? uh, yeah, we do. Yeah, you split I, with that other guy. I for well, it's really my boss, okay. Jeff Wills. Jeff Wills is the king of comedy. Uh, Excellent. President of Live Nation Comedy, <laughs> and he, he's known Dave from. Ages and ages. So he uh, he 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 works on Dave. Oh, okay. He's like Dave's guy. And we all work together. Jeff kind of runs the ship, and we kind of right, right. Just make You're it happen. Midshipman. Yeah, You're I guess. Up in yeah. The mast, exactly. Calling, calling coordinates to the to the leaders. Yeah, from Missoula, Montana, to Washington <laughs> D.C. So uh, yes. So every time that we have uh, been in the same bus, uh, theater, restaurant, or whatever, you have wanted to discuss some sporting event. Yeah, it's typically, well, it helps that Brian's a big sports fan. Yeah, well, that uh, does help. I, I don't think he's as big of a sports fan as you are. No, he's definitely not. I don't he's know anyone who is, <laughs> yeah. honestly. Yeah, I'm a huge, I'm a huge sports nut, and it, it gets, uh, it, it's it's borderline ridiculous. It's awesome, and yeah. this is the safest space to go there. Yeah. Last night, first thing you said to me, went to a hockey game <laughs> last night. Yeah. The next time I tuned into your conversation, you were discussing baseball. <laughs> the An hour later, it was basketball, yeah. and 20 minutes after that, it was football. Yeah. So, <laughs> welcome to the world of American sports. Yeah. You went and saw a hockey game. What hockey game I did you? I went to the... We're in Phoenix. Yeah, we're in Phoenix, where it's 30 degrees right now, which is... I know, weirdly... Yeah, And you're from Philly. I, I'm originally from Baltimore. Baltimore, okay. But I worked in Philly for a while. Yeah. Um, Veg, yes. yes. Carrot. Carrot, regular weird veg. Yeah. Let's do it. But, uh, yeah, so I worked, uh, I lived, grew up in Baltimore, went to college in D.C., and lived in Philly for seven years, and then now I'm in L.A. But, uh, yeah, I went to a hockey game, took my dad to the Phoenix Coyotes. The Coyotes? Battling the Philadelphia Flyers. Okay. Two horrific hockey teams right now. But a good. Neither one of them are good. Neither one of them are good this season. Okay. But it how was many a people good are game. on a hockey team? That's actually a good question. I I, I think uh, maybe ten. Ten. Is that right? Eight They're, to ten. They, 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 at one time. They, they field a bunch. Yeah. They, they field eight to ten ish. What do you think? It's very good. I'm having the V18 here. What is the name of this restaurant? Breakfast Club, not the not the movie. Uh, Phoenix. It's a really good restaurant. We're doing a podcast, show. Oh. Yeah, we're doing a pod. All right. Um, so uh, yeah, so hockey game, eight to ten people. Both teams were bad, but it was incredible. It was awesome. It was Does the that first mean that time they were evenly met. Matt? Yeah, exactly, exactly. So it was a very good game, and it was the first time I ever sat on the glass. So we were like front row glass. Oh wow! So like when those ridiculously huge padded players get thrown up against the glass at 40 miles per hour skating. Right. It was pretty awesome. Okay. My dad was freaked out. Oh, was he? Because yeah. he just gets shocked every yeah, time. Yeah, like, the, literally, the, the boards come into you, so it's... Oh, okay, because it's like, plexiglass or something? Yeah, yeah. Okay. so if you're, like, just happen to be on your phone and not paying attention, and then all of a sudden, <laughs> the 200-pound behemoth comes running into the boards, you know? Right, right. But, uh, yeah, it was awesome. But I'm a big hockey fan. It's a, you know, I have my teams, being from Baltimore, I'm a big, huge, diehard Baltimore Orioles fan. Okay, that's baseball, though, right? That's baseball. Okay. 
And Does Baltimore have a hockey team? Uh, we have the Washington Capitals, which I okay. guess are assumed to be the Baltimore team. Okay, fair enough. There's a minor league hockey team in Baltimore. Oh. When I was a kid, we would go to the minor league hockey. Oh, my God. <laughs> the Baltimore Skipjacks. Ah, uh, the Skipjacks. The Skipjacks. What is a Skipjack? I'm not exactly sure. The Skipjack was basically a way for parents to take their kids to a... Eight-hour horrible event on a Saturday night. Oh, fair enough. That's so pretty much get you out of the house. Yeah, you go to see minor league hockey, and uh, at the Baltimore, there's probably more more fighting in minor league mm. than there is in. Yeah, I do recall them being a lot of fights when I would go to the games as a kid. Which I'm told is part of the draw. Some people Absolutely. find that to be the draw of it. Yeah, but hockey is definitely a sport that the fights are cool. Don't get me wrong, but it's an incredibly skilled sport. You see, to be there live to see how fast they are. Yeah. And that's just, the cool. And like if you go ice skating with your right? husband or something. Yes. I you know, I go ice skating, I'm like tired by going around once. Right. These right. people are like skating in pads for an hour and a half. Right. A hundred games a season or something, you know, wow. it's crazy. And backwards. Yeah. And I saw the cutting edge. Uh, which is uh, it was a romantic comedy about a a, 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 a figure skater and a, and a hockey player who fall in love. Uh, it was a great, it was a, one, one of the great '90s. Uh, <laughs> terrible. So it, it sort of looked like the rich man's uh, yeah. Paul, uh, Jeremy Piven. The Ishkar of hockey. Yes, yes. <laughs> like Eddie Pepitone talked to me for hockey, talked to me about hockey for a while, and he said that one of the things he liked was was the the sheer visceral kind of testosterone yeah. of it. I've liked, uh, I've gotten into hockey a lot more over the past few years. Okay. It wasn't a sport that I really, like, like I said, we go to the skipjack games or something as a kid, but you really couldn't follow the skipjacks, you know? It's right. like, <laughs> tough to get into, like, minor league hockey and follow the players. Yeah. But, um, and the Capitals were in Washington, so that was like an hour or so away. Okay. So you just really, going up to Baltimore, they didn't really appreciate them or anything. Mm-hmm. So I've just really gotten into hockey a lot more since living in L.A. and... When you get into any team, yeah. it's, it's the people, you sort of start, start to get to know the personalities of the Yeah, players. I think, yeah. You like, pick a team in a sport and yeah, you get into that? Yeah, I think that's how, mostly how, I mean, growing up in Baltimore for the Orioles, you know, yeah. being a kid and having Cal Ripken is like, oh yeah, you know, having him is like, I'll never forget, you know, when he broke the streak for the most games played, yeah, it, you know, beat Lou Gehrig's record, I remember I was in high school, and it was just like such a big deal in Baltimore, and people yeah. were like, well, how big of a deal was it? And we had a math teacher, Mr. Rainey, who was, like, the world's biggest, like, stickler, just not a good dude. Okay. Like, just made your, made your life miserable in math Super class. Super bossy. Yeah. yeah. Like, I, su- I sucked at math in high school, like, not a good dude, didn't enjoy being there, and I remember the night that Cal Ripken broke the streak, we go in the class, and Mr. Rainey says, your homework tonight is to watch Cal Ripken breaking the streak. And I'm like, that's how important Cal Ripken is. <laughs> If the biggest asshole teacher isn't letting you, uh, isn't giving us homework on uh, algebra problems. Right, right. It's, um, I know because in, uh, when I was a kid, uh, Hank Aaron played for the Brewers. Okay. And, um, and it was a big deal. And I know that, uh, one of my grandmothers went to, went to the last game that before he retired. Yeah. And she brought me the program. It was a, pro- I, I remember thinking, what is a program and learning from baseball what right. a program was? The other cool thing about them, a few of my friends have come kind of done a lot since we've been huge sports fans. It's one thing to know all the people like Cal Ripken. Yeah. But we take pride in knowing the horrifically bad scrubs on every team. <laughs> right. Are you still an Orioles fan? Yeah, a huge Orioles fan. I mean, this year we were... 
I thought they were going to go to the World Series. Yeah. Kansas City Royals ruined my dreams to the point where <laughs> when they were playing in the championship series against Kansas City, I could have gone. Okay. But I was so confident we were going to go to the World Series that I wanted to keep my resources oh, right. for the World Series. And I was ready to take off of work and just leave Los Angeles for a week. <laughs> And go to every all of your money on the world. Yes, and go to every like fly to San Francisco, you know, and fly back seven games. If it went to seven games, it could go four. But I was willing to go however many games it took. Okay, and just go coast to coast. Right. When was the last time the Orioles were in Los Angeles? Nineteen eighty-three. They beat the Philadelphia Phillies. Okay. And so I was, I was six years old then. Okay. And I went to a game, but I yeah, my dad took me and my uncle. But I, I have very little recollection of it. Right. But you know that you went. I know that I went, and I have a pennant in my office from the 83 World Series. Oh, very nice. Very and that nice. was Cal Ripken's, uh, well, he was a rookie in 82, so that's when Cal Ripken, that's when Cal Ripken was on the team. Right here. Ketchup? Ketchup? Yeah. Uh, yeah, Cal Ripken was on the team, Eddie Murray. Number 33 okay. for the Baltimore Orioles. 500 home runs, over 500 home runs in his career, Hall of Famer. Nice. I know, um, I think I've told this story before, which was uh, in 82, the Brewers went to the series. Yes. And my brother Phil was selling knockoff uh, World Series buttons uh, at the game, and he had 100 left when he was going back to Minneapolis, and so he gave them to me to sell at, at, in school. Right. And... Uh, and I sold almost all of them. I got called into the principal's office. I had about six left. So I'd made like $90 that day. And the, the principal was like, hey, you know that. And I, but I was gutsy stuff. I wore one of the buttons into the principal's office. Right. And he was like, yeah, here you're selling these, uh, these, these buttons that you're wearing right there. And I said, that's one of the last ones. You want one? <laughs> They're a dollar. And uh, he was like, you know, it's not okay, Jackie. You're not supposed to sell things at school. And I said, and yet we sell uh, all kinds of nonsense for the band. And oh, for, yeah. For, and he was like, yeah, those are fundraisers. And I said, this is indeed a fundraiser. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> he was like, get out of my office and yeah. give me that button. So I gave, him the, I gave him the button, so he must have been into it. And, uh, That's awesome. So that... that um, so I went to that yeah. World Series, but yeah. I also... I went to a World Series in high school as well. Cleveland Indians, Atlanta Braves. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's great. Thank you. The first time the Indians went to the World Series in some ridiculous amount of time. Like, horrible franchise. Never made it to a World Series. Finally made it back in uh, 95. Right. Played the Braves. Went, and I have a fat, close family that lives in Cleveland. My birthday's in late October, so it's always... Typically during the World Series. Oh, okay. So my family in Cleveland for a birthday present got me a ticket. My parents, as a birthday present, flew me flew me out there. So I remember going to the game. By yourself? Well, no, no, no. I went, oh, I thank went God. With my family. <laughs> no, okay, In Cleveland, good. in Cleveland. Oh, there we go. Yeah. So uh, go to the game. It goes, goes 13 innings. Eddie Murray, who's now in Cleveland at the end of his career. Okay. Former Oriole. Gets the game-winning hit in the bottom of the 12th. Wow. People were going crazy. Yep. So we get back to my family's house in Cleveland at like 1 in the morning. Go to sleep. My flight's like at 8 a.m. The next day, I'm back in class, in science class, by noon. Oh, my gosh. It was like the greatest 24 hours for like a... <laughs> 
for a baseball nerd, you know? Right, right, totally. Like, I, I show up late, and the teacher's like, why are you late? I was like, I was at the World Series last night in Cleveland, and the guy he just, like, looked at me like, just, oh, just go sit maybe. down. Yeah, <laughs> right. You could be telling the truth, yeah, but yeah. you're probably, you're in high school. So, yeah. so that's another World Series game. So I've, I've been to two World Series games, so I feel very uh, fortunate. Yeah, yeah. I, um, I kind of like the idea of you going along. It was like, no, I need to. Do you have you been to sporting events by yourself? Yeah, I've been. Uh, I went to an Orioles game actually this year by myself. I was no one else to go, or well, I was back in uh, Baltimore for a friend's wedding. Okay. And so there were a lot of everything. Everything was at night for the wedding, and during the day, I was like staying near uh, down, near the stadium. And I woke up, and I wasn't sure if I was going to go. Because I had went the night before with all my friends. Oh, okay. Oh, wow. All right. <laughs> there you go. So you've been to several games. I've been, yeah. I flew in the Baltimore for this wedding, and I'm like, all right, I'm, the Orioles are in town. I'm going to every game I can possibly go to. Awesome. So I went with a bunch of friends the night before. And then uh, next morning I wake up, and it was a day game. The wedding was at night, so I had some out, you know, I had the day to kill. And it was hot out, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to do it. Yeah. So I got up in a... Uh, is it an outdoor stadium? Yeah, Camden Yards, beautiful, okay. awesome ballpark. You know, it was one of the, one of the, it was like the first new ballpark. Okay. In that phase, every stadium that's been new has kind of been replicated in some form off of the design of Camden Yards. Okay. Oh wow. Um, yes, yeah, so I decided to go and just went alone, and it was awesome. It was awesome. Like, baseball, there's something like, there's just something cool about it. Yeah. I don't it's know. It's slow. It's very slow, but it's very. I like. Is that. it soothing? I like. It's analytical to me. It's like strategy. Like you see, why are they doing this? Why are they doing that? What very they, statistical. Why are they doing things? What are they doing? <laughs> well, it's like a, it's I thought just it was a, a very simple game. You hit the ball. You catch the ball. You no, throw I the ball. I feel like there's a lot of strategy involved, though. It's like what? I think there is. Yeah. No. Like, yeah. why do you pitch to this person? You know. Okay. Um, different situations if there's like a runner on base what do you do you know okay um there's a lot more strategy involved in, so there's a, there's a lot of being aware of your surroundings correct yeah but it, it it feels it's so much slower than any other game in the no, world absolutely except for probably cricket <laughs> and uh it's weird like watching it on tv i i do because mm-hmm. i'm a baseball junkie mm-hmm. but i can understand how most people can't Right, right. <laughs> right. <laughs> but going there, there's just something like yeah, soothing about being there, you know, it's like your mind my mind just totally problems go away. Oh that's that's great. Problems go away. It's um, and the junk food's always good too. Well I was gonna say, I mean you sit there and you have a beer. Yeah. And you might might have a popcorn or a, a hot dog or some damn thing. Well that's the other thing, there's the food component too. I'm kind of a foodie too. Different stadiums have different things. I think the LA, LA, the Dodgers have sushi and stuff, right? Uh, yeah, they have some of that. More in like the club levels. Okay. But to me, Dodgers are Dodger dogs. The best hot dog in all baseball. What is it? I don't know what's have in there. Have you been to many? Have you been to many stadiums? Oh, How many stadiums yeah, yeah. have you been to? Um, wow. More than ten. Yeah. How many teams are there? A lot. Okay. <laughs> really good have right you now. ever been? Were you ever in at Milwaukee? Uh, the I haven't. Stadium no, I have not been to Milwaukee. Park or I haven't been to Milwaukee. I've been the Wrigley. Chicago, yeah. Been the Wrigley, Comiskey, both Chicago's. Okay. Minnesota, uh, Cleveland, um, San Francisco, Dodger Stadium, Anaheim, Baltimore, 
Okay. Phillies. Okay. Uh, National Stadium in DC. So I've been to quite a the few. Yankee. I have not been to Yankee Stadium, which is crazy. That is as crazy. Big a baseball fan as I am. I have not been to Yankee Stadium, and I have not been to Fenway Park. Oh wow! So I need to knock those out ASAP. Right, you got to get on that. It's um, but they're they're, and so the food like, what's what's the good food in Baltimore? Baltimore has a, a section called Boog's Barbecue, named after Boog Powell, first baseman in the seventies. Okay. Um, the uh, so they named the Boog Powell was like this Babe Ruth type. Oriole, you know, like what's his first name? B O O G. Oh, B O G. B O O G. Boog. Okay. I don't. I'm sure that's not his real name. That, that I'm, hoping possibly. That, I, I'm hoping that's his real name. I, right, right. You're hoping his mom saw him and said, "Yes." This looks boog. like a boog. Yeah. Boog. <laughs> yeah. What's his last name? Powell. Powell. E O W. Correct. E L L. Oh, Powell. Powell. Okay, yeah. Powell. There we go. My Baltimore accent. You're you're trying to decipher. Right, you're making it all one syllable. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. No, it's just fine. But, uh, yeah, so he was kind of just this big first baseman for the Orioles, kind of overweight, big personality, likes to eat. Yeah. So he created Boog's Barbecue, which is right in Kennedy Yards, right where the warehouse is. So that's always become, like, a big fan favorite. Okay. Of good barbecue. Nothing like sitting out in 90 degrees and the humidity and eating barbecue. And eating hot, hot, messy, <laughs> weird meat. Yeah, and then there's also... Uh, you know, being Maryland, crabs are obviously a big deal. Oh, right. So they have crab cakes. They, they, they kind of create things. This year, the, I did not try this because I wanted to enjoy the game rather than be, being sick. Oh, God. But they have, like, a foot-long hot dog topped with crab meat and macaroni and cheese. Wow. <laughs> Which sounds amazing, but not amazing. Not amazing. Yeah. There's a thing in L.A. called the Okie Dog. Right. And it is two hot dogs in a... I think it's in a... Pita, and it's got uh, chili, pastrami, and cheese on it, and it's three dollars and fifty cents. And the first bite, you're like, I am in heaven. Right. The second bite, you are full. Right. And the third bite, you you're are dead. ill. Yeah. yeah. You're just like your left ventricle is closed. <laughs> pastrami, chili, and two hot dogs. It's and cheese. It's the dumbest. Yeah. But I, I feel like it's a front for something. I don't know. Yeah. So, um, in San Francisco, what do they have? Any idea what they have there offhand? I remember in San Francisco they had just a lot of ridiculously good food. Their airport is amazing, too. Like sushi, like that kind of stuff. Yeah. Like just re- I mean, they had the basics like hot dogs, but really good food. But, for, but if you wanted a chopped salad, you might be able to get one at you the San Francisco. could get one, yeah. What's the name of the San Francisco team? Pac- or the Giants. Giants. Oh, didn't they win? They won the World Series. Okay. Aren't, isn't there a football team called the Giants, too? The New York Giants. New York That's Giants. Correct. The San Francisco Giants. And Nobody has any problem that they're that they're both Giants? Everybody's okay with it? Yeah, everybody's cool with it. <laughs> yeah, one of the best World Series this year ever, in my opinion. Oh, yeah? So, like, basically, baseball is pretty much a team sport, in my opinion. Okay. But in this World Series in particular, we saw one person dominate so much that, in reality, I think one person won the World Series. Really? What was that person's name? Madison Bumgarner, starting pitcher for the Giants. So he Start, pitched okay. three, he pitched three games, and then the last game he just he just threw more innings and pitches than somebody's arms should be able to handle. Right, right. And he was just unhittable. It was unbelievable. It was like just it will never it was, be, it'll never be done again. Was it? Was it like a, literally a, like a statistics dream where yes. he, where where it was unhittable, or yes. did he just 
like some people hit things, but it didn't matter. Was there yeah. good fielding too, or? Yeah, there was good fielding. So I guess that's where the team aspect comes in. But uh, he really because he didn't strike everybody out. No, it wasn't correct. a no hitter. Correct. That was that's one of the things about baseball that I've been told is that 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 drives some people crazy is that the perfect game nothing happens right but the, it's a game of keep away with your seven year old nephew exactly is what it is and yeah you could have a you could go to a no hitter and then somebody finally gives up a hit in the ninth inning yeah and everybody gives him a standing ovation you just you're right. like giving him a standing ovation because of his achievement but you just sat there for two hours and watched nothing happen right you watched just <laughs> balls ball yeah. ball ball right it's, have you ever seen a no-hitter? I've never seen a no-hitter in person. Okay, have you ever seen a grand slam? Very interesting story, nugget of information. Well, good for me for yeah. going there. I'm an interviewer. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> I, this has to be some crazy statistic. Grand slams don't happen very often. Right, because the bases have to be loaded, bases, and then yeah. somebody has to Correct. Hit, hit, the, home run. hit the home run, so everybody gets four points. Yeah. So, it, it, it doesn't happen very often. I mean, it happens, but not very often. So I went to a bunch of baseball games this past summer. I went to five, I went to six, in a period of the summer, I went to six games, okay? In that six-game span, I saw five grand slams. Whoa! Now, even more of a nugget of info. Right. Back to being the complete nerd in statistics, this is one of the greatest days of my life. (laughs) I saw the only time this has ever happened in, in baseball history. Ever is that the starting pitcher and the starting catcher both hit a home run in the same game. Wow. For the same team? So, I'm sorry. Starting pitcher, starting catcher, both hit grand slams. In one There in were one two game. grand slams yes. in one game. And what was the starting pitcher? The pitchers are typically never good hitters. Right. Was it just, were they great teams or were they just kind of playing crummy teams? I mean, no, and when I say like, crummy, these are professionals. These are yeah. professionals who would be better than anyone I've ever seen play. Yeah, no, it was. Uh, they were good teams. It was the, so the Giants are the ones that hit the home run. Hit the okay. Grand and they were playing. I don't remember who they were playing. To be honest with you, yeah, the Padres maybe. All right. Who actually are not that great of a team, but right. even still, but even still, um, it was uh, Buster only, or Buster only the reporter, Buster Posey. Is the mm-hmm. catcher. Okay. Very, very good player. And then Madison Baumgartner. Yeah. Who I just mentioned in the World Series. He was the pitcher that hit the home run. Oh, and he got... Oh, my gosh. So it was pretty He amazing. must have been very happy for himself. Yeah, it was crazy. After being just a great pitcher is to get a good hit, too. So those are two in one game. Yeah. Then I go to an Angels game a few weeks later with the very funny Gary Brightwell. Oh, yeah. Who I just met. Yeah. And we saw... Uh, Mike Trout, their best player, hit a grand slam to win the game Oh wow! in the bottom of the ninth inning. Oh, my gosh. So that place went crazy. All right, so now I'm at two games, three grand slams. Yeah. Then I go to a Baltimore. Then I go to this trip to Baltimore. Right. Okay? Go with my friends. Grand slam that night. Yeah. Chris Davis hits a grand slam. Oh, my gosh. All right, then. That's, that's, so that's five, four. Right? Yeah. Wait a minute. Two, three. That's four. Okay. And then I go to the game that I went to alone. Oh, right. 
And there was a grand slam. And the bases were loaded, and I'm saying to myself, this guy's going to hit a grand slam. Wow. And what do you know, grand slam. So five, five and five. It was crazy. That is, yeah. that is crazy. It's, um, so all my friends were like, you need to come to as many games as possible, you know? Right. Well, I, for some reason, I am drawn to watching the Green Bay Packers right. against my very will sometimes. But we had a DVR, and I would pause the game and go do a lap around the house and then, you know, just watch it, and I would be on delay. And I noticed that they would win because I was raised with all these superstitions. Right. <laughs> um, that they would win if I didn't watch them in real time. And I made that comment once on Twitter. And, like, there's, you know, I have ten people follow me on Twitter who are from Wisconsin who are like, please never watch the game on real time again. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay, all right. And because they, they take it very, everyone takes their sports things. Very seriously, it's just, I mean, it's just fun to, to, I guess, have have these giant, incredibly talented athletes and think of them as your friends or, yeah. your, you know, your team. It's weird. For sure. It's, um, now, we talk hockey, we talk baseball. Yeah. Basketball? Football? We're, we're in football season. Correct. Isn't the big, big Ravens fan, Baltimore Ravens. Ravens, okay. Now, it's interesting because Baltimore used to have the Colts. Okay. And I was a kid when they left Baltimore. Okay. Very, I remember, I never went to any games, but I remember my dad took me to a practice. The Colts practice facility was literally five minutes from my house. Okay. So my dad took me to a practice once. And the story with the Colts leaving... They literally left Baltimore heartbroken. My dad, like, his generation. Yeah. The owner, this is before, you know, internet and all that stuff. You know? Okay. So, the owner of the team left in the middle of the night, in the middle of a snowstorm. People in Baltimore found out they didn't have a football team the next morning. Just they wow. packed they packed the trucks up and left. And he went into hiding? What no, they, they moved to Indianapolis. <laughs> they, oh, Indianapolis? That Indianapolis Colts now. Oh, okay. Colts. So, but, yeah, people literally woke up the next day and were like, we don't have a football team anymore. And, like, this is a, a storied franchise. This is a storied franchise that won Super Bowls. Yeah. Johnny Unitas, one of the right. greatest quarterbacks what of all time. What year did they leave? What was that? that or was what in, decade? In the 80s. It was in the 80s? The yeah. Colts left. Yeah. Uh, Baltimore to go to Indianapolis. Correct. Okay. And then, how many years did Baltimore not have a football team? Then? A long time. Okay. I should know this, but we didn't get a football team until, I'm going to say maybe, like, 98 or something like that. Oh, at least 10 years? Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I think we won the Super Bowl in 2000, beat the Giants. Um, so, yeah, I think it was around 97, 98. We had, we tried to get a football team. Okay. Originally an, an NFL team, and we didn't get it. They, the NFL awarded the Jacksonville Jaguars that okay. they became the new team. Right. Because so, the South doesn't really have any teams, do they? Uh, Carolina Panthers. Tennessee. Dolphins. Titans. Miami Dolphins. <laughs> what are the Titans? T- uh, Tennessee. Okay. Um, Miami Dolphins. Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So okay. There's some teams down there. There's some teams down there. Yeah. New Orleans Saints. Okay. But, um... And how many... Are, aren't there only 16 teams, football teams? Uh, Is that right? Does that sound right? I don't think that sounds right. I'm okay. A little more. There's more than that? Maybe okay. a little more. I should know this, but it's early in the morning. It is early in the morning, and it's New Year's Eve. That's right. 
But, um, so the Colts left in the middle of the night. So my dad, you know, we didn't have a football team, so my dad and a lot of Baltimore Colts fans just made it clear to their children. Yep. <laughs> that you can like football. Yep. But there's two very important things. Okay. You are not going to like the Colts. You cannot like the Indianapolis Colts. Yeah. And you cannot like the Washington Redskins. Because oh. they, they were like our closest team. Right. But there's just kind of this tiff. Right. You know, like they... You what know. about the Washington Negroes? Does anyone like the Washington <laughs> yeah. Negroes? Right. It's, it seems like such a terrible... Well, it gives me great pride now. The Washington Redskins are such a horrific franchise. Right, and just com- full of just tool bag owners. Yeah, to- complete dis- dysfunction, and their owner is like the world's biggest asshole. Right. <laughs> like... Is it a tiny triumph of your soul? Yeah, it is. Every time something bad happens in the news, because I, I have a few friends that are Redskins fans, and I just constantly bray them. I'm like, your team is horrific. <laughs> On every level. <laughs> yeah. You. Your owner is just a complete... Like, I always tell people, I, I really believe, I firmly believe that Daniel Snyder wants to win a Super Bowl so bad, Yeah. but he just doesn't have the skill set or anything. Okay. But I really believe if they told him, all right, you can win the Super Bowl, but you have to kill your family... He would kill his family. Oh, my God. He is not a good person. Is he the owner? Yes. Is that the name of the owner? Yes. All right. He is not a good person. That's how he, he's really, everything, I've heard him quoted as saying, you're just like, <laughs> even the football players on the team have yeah. said, we don't care what it's called. If it's offending people, whatever. Did yeah. you ever see that Any Given Sunday, the Oliver Stone football movie with, I think, Dennis Quaid and yeah, yeah. Jamie Foxx and... So Jamie, I don't know, but I love their uniforms. <laughs> the the NFL did not sanction that that movie right. because Oliver Stone had just put out some other political dribble, and um, not dribble, but just you know clearly it was there was clearly what was happening. And but the um, but the the, the the names of the team were awesome. Yeah, you can crib from that movie and get a just uh, a, an awesome football jersey design. Yeah, a logo design. Yeah, you don't have to. Yeah. Why don't you grow a pair? What's his name? Daniel Snyder. Daniel Snyder? And yeah. I, yeah. Dork Forest, Rangers. I kind of say that at just obviously, but... No, no. Even I, Redskins yeah. fans feel like that franchise just needs... Like, they should be a good franchise. Right, they're, they they're in a together. Big, yeah, they're in a big city. Yeah, and they, they've been around for a very long time. And people love football in yes. Washington, D.C. That's right, and people they're are, very frustrated now. Yes, yes. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, and it's, it's, so it's that dichotomy of, like, I'm a Ravens fan. It's a very well-run organization, minus the Ray Rice scandal. Okay, Ray Rice is, what he's, did he just do, rape he, somebody? No, he's somebody? the running back that... Uh, not his wife unconscious in the elevator. Oh, in the elevator. Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah, right. He he didn't dog fight. Right. He was a uh, he's the batterer, but he wasn't the guy who beat his child. <laughs> right. right? Yeah, <laughs> who I was the guy who beat his child? It's funny. Well, not funny, but <laughs> it's funny. Not the not NFL. Funny. The NFL clearly has their problems with some of their players. Right. And it's a pretty aggressive game. Yeah, it's a violent game. Yes. Some of the players obviously have some issues. Right. And in. But and nobody's ever mentioned, by the way, sorry to interrupt, yeah. but nobody's ever mentioned, they are, those gentlemen are clearly on steroids. <laughs> right? That is not, I mean, no. everyone cares about baseball. They are. But nobody cares about football. They're monsters. They're like seven foot, yeah. 350 pound monsters. They're very big people. Yeah, and steroids <laughs> make you super aggressive. Yeah, aggressive. And they're hitting each other in the head all the time, and so yeah. their brains are broken. Yeah, there's a lot of things that could be done for football, I think. So, 
this is a, something I thought about the other day. I was reading, a friend told me about hockey in the NHL. Yeah. There's 10 players recently that have been diagnosed with the mumps. I didn't even know the mumps were still a thing. Right, everybody has them when they're kids. Right. So 10 professional hockey players right now Men have the mumps. Men in their 20s. 20s to 30s have the mumps. It's super dangerous. Yeah, very yeah. dangerous. But I said to myself, this is the NHL. That's their problem. <laughs> the NHL has mumps. <laughs> like like right. some sort of disease that you thought was like in the medieval times that right. we have vaccines for now. Right. We have the, they have the mumps, and the NFL commissioner is like pulling his hair out saying, right. why can't I only have the mumps? Right. Why I have don't people they... knocking their girlfriends unconscious in elevators. Exactly. And beating <laughs> their children. And, yeah. Uh, and murders and at the Super Bowl. And murdering and shooting yeah. people. So I'm, a, so I'm a big Ravens fan, and they've won two Super Bowls in their young existence. Really? And uh, I went to the last Super Bowl, and they played the 49ers a few years ago. Okay. I got to go to the Super Bowl, so knock that off my bucket list. Nice. That was the Super Bowl where the power went out. Oh, wow. In New Orleans. So, in New Orleans, that's right. Yeah, where Beyonce... It was right after the big hurricane, right? Katrina? No, no, that was years later. Okay. Years before. Okay. Oh, it was before the Katrina? Or no, no, it was after Katrina. It was after Katrina. Katrina was years before. But years before, okay. Yeah, yeah the, the hurricane had nothing to do with I don't know why. Yeah. I thought, yeah. Maybe because you're like, power goes out, hurricane. Hurricane, yes. Really, the power going they out. They wanted to be supportive, this so was, they decided to have the Super Bowl yeah. in, in, in a town that needed the work. This was Hurricane Beyonce. That's what, <laughs> that's what took the power out. Oh, Beyonce's singing? She was the halftime show, so I, I don't know. I mean, I don't think they've ever just said what happened, but I think... Her production was just so big. Oh, right. That they plugged the, it in. Yeah, and with it. all the other power going on, Yep. It Beyonce basically... Knocked out the power. <laughs> knocked out the power <laughs> in the Super Bowl. <laughs> Fair enough. So, yeah. So, big Ravens fan. They made it in the playoffs. They snuck into the playoffs. I shouldn't say they snuck in. You know, they got a little bit of help, but... Were they a wild card? They're a wild card. There you go. They played the Steelers this Saturday, who's our biggest rival. Okay. In Pittsburgh. Two teams literally hate each other. Okay. So it'll be a great game. <laughs> We're not expected to win, but I think feel like we always play better in that situation. Okay. So I think we have a shot. Right. Um, it'll at least be an interesting game, you think? Absolutely. All right. So I'm a, I'm a big Ravens fan, I'm a big football fan, but college football, I'm not... That's the one sport I'm not that into, just because where I went to school, we didn't have a team. Where'd you go to school? American University in D.C. Okay. Small uh, school. Yeah, yeah, a bunch of brainiac nerds. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> bunch of guys reading books and stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, our, and a noted alumni, uh, the guy from Wolf of Wall Street, actually. Okay. Oh, should the be actor? honored. That, no, the real guy. Oh, the real Wolf Not Leonardo DiCaprio. Leonardo DiCaprio. You went to college? Yeah. <laughs> the real guy. The real, uh, the horrible guy. Yeah, so I like to think the first scam he had was probably, like, ripping off somebody at, like, the dining hall or something. Oh, <laughs> you know? oh I'm sure he was selling fake dining hall cards. <laughs> Right. And, uh... But, uh... Yeah, we didn't have a college football team. In fact, we had sweatshirts in the school store that said American football, still undefeated. Still undefeated. Because never had a team. You remember it, at Harvard, I'm, I'm, I'm t- a couple of friends of mine went to Harvard, and, and they said uh, that their football team, whenever they would lose, the entire stands would start chanting, we don't care, it's okay, you're going to work for us one day. That was the that's the chant at Harvard, which makes of course an entire pile of twenty year old tool right. bags, and uh, you're like, mm, you're not your finest hour, gentlemen, ladies. <laughs> yeah. So, but um, yeah. So baseball's my top. Football's during football season. It's a pretty big deal. 
Yeah, because there's there's three games a week, right? Uh, well, on television. Yeah, well, there's Monday night, um, and then Thursday night now. Th- yeah, once you get to a certain point in the season, they do Thursday night. Okay. And then there's always games Sunday. Okay. And once the playoffs start, it's Saturday, Sunday. But when is the Super Bowl this year? Uh, is it in fe- January? No, it's like I think it's February one actually. Whatever that okay. last Saturday is. Okay. It, or, or whatever that yeah, last Sunday is. is. Sunday. Yeah, yeah, I think it's I think it's the first. Might be. February. Yeah, it might be February first or second. Yeah. It's in actually it's in Phoenix this year. Oh wow! Yeah, we are here right now in Phoenix. So yeah, we'll uh, see I am, by the way, here with Andy Levitt. Let's tell people again that yep. your name is Andy Levitt, and you work at uh, Live Nation Comedy, and you work at the Comedy. Uh, did you ever work in the Live Nation uh, music? Do you ever get to see those? Because you love music too. I do love music. I don't it's... mean to weed off before we get to things like basketball and wrestling. Yeah, for, yeah. But we uh, can't, yeah, we got to get in the wrestling. <laughs> okay, it's a basketball. Big fan of the Washington Senators. Is that because you're from Baltimore? Basketball you're talking about? Yeah. The Washington Wizards. Oh, I... The Senators used to be the old baseball team. I think That's why I'm here. Don't they play That's the Harlem Globetrotters? <laughs> this is... Oh, this is my life. You're right. I was, <laughs> I was thinking... That's the they're Senators. not a real team. Yeah, I'm a, <laughs> yeah they're yeah. actors. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're physical actors. <laughs> I thought right. it was a good lead into wrestling. <laughs> you're right. I didn't get that. My bad. I, I didn't pick up on it. <laughs> no worries. My, actually, my roommate in college was actually marketing director for uh, many years for the Harlem Globetrotters. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, so did you get to see the Harlem Globetrotters ever play? Not as an adult. Okay. Oh, as a child? <laughs> yeah, my dad took me to the gamer. That's like the demo, you know? Yeah, that's it. You're seeing actors. Right, you're <laughs> seeing people do a theater event. Yeah, exactly. It's like going to medieval days. Yeah, it's like and, uh, uh, <laughs> having a basketball player steal popcorn from you while you're sitting there and dribble the ball at the same time. <laughs> I would love to see that. Yeah. <laughs> I bet you that's a really fun game to watch. <laughs> yeah, right. And, <laughs> and though you always know who's going to win. Exactly, right. <laughs> so who's your basketball team? Uh, well, so growing up, it's kind of the same thing. The well, actually, before I was oh, born, yeah, well, when I, my dad was a kid in Baltimore, the Bullets, it was the Baltimore Bullets. Oh, right. Oh, that's right, and they changed the name because Bullets were too angry. Well, they went, so they were the Baltimore Bullets with players like Wes Unsell back in the day when my dad was a kid. Then that team moved to Washington, so okay. Baltimore didn't have a team. They oh, became okay. Washington close enough, so I think a lot yeah. of Baltimore people stayed fans of kind of the anti-Redskins story. Yeah, yeah. But they just be stayed, stayed fans of the, the Bullets, the yeah. Washington Bullets. And they changed their name to the Wizards. I remember that. Yeah. Well, oh, wait. There's a step in between? Yeah, no, no. They changed their name to the Wizards. And like you said, it had a, something to do with the connotation of Bullets. And, yeah. And <laughs> to this day, I think the, one of the only funny jokes I've ever heard Jay Leno say. Yeah. <laughs> is Jay Leno said that if they wanted to change the name to get the crime connotation out of it, they should have taken out Washington. Oh, that's hilarious. The, fun, the funniest joke I ever heard about the Washington Wizards was it, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm very sorry, whatever comic who told this joke, yeah. but it was 12 years ago, so hopefully you're still writing. Uh, it was the fact that wizards are super, super powerful and dangerous. And, uh, they are, they are not bullets. Bullets are fine, but bullets can't kill wizards. Right. And, and so. <laughs> Uh, and I ruined the joke, so uh, that person's uh, act is safe. That's okay, a, good yeah. for me. Wait, no, so yeah, I, yeah, NBA. I like college basketball a lot more than professional basketball. Now, did the American University have a basketball team? Yes, we were pretty bad. Okay. When I was there, but it was still exciting. I think March Madness. The, okay. As long as there's Division One, which we were. Yeah. March Madness, I think, is one of the most exciting two weeks in sports. Really? Could you just have? Schools that you've never heard of, right? That get into this tournament. There's 65 teams that get into this tournament. 65. Correct. There's okay. a playing game. Yep. So 
uh, and then they, you know, they, they have it seeded by, like, so, you know, Duke might be a number one seed. They typically have a very good team. Right. And then they are going to be seeded up against number 16 seed, the worst seed. Okay. Which is, like, uh, I don't know, like... Podunk State University in, in Southern Utah. Virginia. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And every once in a while, you'll have more than every once in a while. You're, every tournament, you're always going to see these upsets. Okay. It happens all the And it's happening more and more frequently. A 16 has never beaten a 1. Yeah. But I think that's going to happen sooner sooner than later. Okay. Um, and because now, do you think that they beat them because the, the ones or the, the, the higher-ups go in kind of casual and they think, mm, it's going to be fine? There might be some to that, but I think a lot of it is, just, you know, I think a lot of these younger, these teams that are lower seeds, or the higher seeds, I should say, well, the lower or higher, however you look at it, they're, uh, they're just so amped. This is their opportunity. Oh, right. Like, so finally in the national spotlight, you know? Right. It's like for a team like... They're, most of these guys are never going to go pro, but they're yeah. good basketball players. So this is like their moment in the, you know, in the sun. Yeah. to have their run. Like yeah. George Mason a few years ago in Northern Virginia, nobody knew who they were. Yeah. And they ended up going to the Final Four. And it was like this run that was just incredible. Did they, did they win-win? Or no, they, they, they made it They made, they made it to it, the Final Four, though? Correct, yeah. Which I've heard those words. I've heard the words Final Four. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so college basketball is just super exciting. Where I feel like the NBA, it's a very long season. Yeah. Players are spoiled, in my opinion. I mean, they're gazillionaires. Right, right. So do they? Uh, but they're all—they're like twenty-five years old, right? Except for Kobe at LeBron, who just turned forty. Kobe, Kobe did. Kobe turned Kobe's, forty, and yeah. he's still playing. He still plays. Yeah. I mean, That's, the crazy thing about Kobe is he didn't go to college. Kobe went right out of high school to that So he's been playing for twenty-two years. Yeah, they're just out of high school. Out of high school. Yeah. yeah. I really hope he bought land. <laughs> we do, like, do we think he has good lawyers? I think he, well, I think he has very good lawyers because he had a rape case. Oh, that's right. Oh, my God, that's right. Oh, Jesus. But the fact that he's still playing at 40 shows he has very good now, lawyers. Now, are these guys on steroids too, do you think? I don't They kind of have to be no, as well. No, I don't know. And, and I kind of, I don't know if a lot of the football players are, actually. <laughs> Maybe we make it this You're beautifully naive. You're beautiful. <laughs> Those gentlemen are monsters. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> they are the size of buildings. And uh, yeah. I will say, it's, um, but it is, I mean, I, somebody tried to explain it to me once that baseball, they care about the steroids. They do. Because yeah. it's a statistics game. Correct. And you're screwing with the statistics. Right. And you're not taking that into effect. And it's affecting someone's spreadsheet because it doesn't have a column for steroids. And I was like, well, you could add a column for steroids. And That's kind of my opinion. Like, look, it bothers me that people took steroids. Yeah. But in my opinion, yeah. Barry Bonds... Yeah. Who has the most home runs ever? Beat, okay. beat Hank Aaron. Yep. But it's pretty clearly. much clearly he's on steroids. Yeah. And people are going to say he's never in the hall. He's never going to be allowed in the Hall of Fame. Like Pete Rose. Well, that wasn't for steroids. That was for gambling. For gambling. Now, did he? They, did he get convicted of that? Yeah. Was that just hearsay? No. He. Yeah. He, okay. Yeah. But even that, I feel like Pete Rose should be in the Hall of Fame. Right. Like he messed up. He admitted he messed. He's admitted right. it. And it's like the guy had his greatest hitter of all time, you know, right. four, over four thousand. You know what I mean? It's like let him be, you know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, 
mean, maybe I, they should induct him into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Yeah, Green Day got in. <laughs> <laughs> right. Just as a sort of a side note, they're like, we, you know what, you belong in a Hall of Fame? I know this, you were, uh, you lived more like a rock star right. than, as a, than as a sports figure. Yeah, absolutely. So you're in the Rock I like that idea. Anybody that did drugs, just throw them in the Rock and Roll Hall. Exactly. Yeah. So. <laughs> but Barry Bonds, the thing that bothers me about Barry Bonds is... I didn't do steroids, he said. He still, like, denies it. Oh, okay. All right, I put, I, I, here's my rebuttal. Yes. As a, as a prosecuting attorney. Yes. Your Honor, I like to point the diagram A. This is a picture of Barry Bonds' baseball card in 1986 when he played for the Pirates. You're right. His head is this big. Right, the size of your pinky. <laughs> it's a peanut. Yeah. <laughs> and he's a very skinny person. Right. It's and he was an amazing... Steve Rogers before the Super yeah, Soldier Series. But an amazing baseball player still. Still. Now we go to when he broke Hank Aaron's record. Right. His head is the size of like a totem pole. Right, and just a giant... And he's a huge beast of a man. <laughs> your head should not get that big. Yeah, yeah your head really doesn't get much bigger. And I also... Your ears keep growing, and that's I, it. And this might be a little graphic, but I also think that they should just like, if somebody is like thinks that they use steroids, because they say when you use steroids, like your testicles shrink. Right, right, drop trowel. So they should just be like, please drop trowel. And I bet you that my gut is shriveled raisins. Yes. <laughs> You're like, clearly, you're... you're External uh, primary sexual right. organs were not your priority for these last 20 years. The defense rests. <laughs> right. Yeah. Always, folks. But, uh, okay, so now let us get to wrestling because we're, we're at 40. Okay, cool. So let's do Yeah, we got to do it, yeah. Yeah. So I've had a couple of different episodes about wrestling. Okay. Some people won't stop talking about wrestling. Yeah. People love wrestling. How is it different... What do you love about it that doesn't make you continue to go to the Harlem Globetrotter games? <laughs> when I was a kid, I was probably the world's biggest Hulk Hogan fan. I was like the biggest Hulkamaniac. Okay. And that was at the peak of Hulkamania. Okay. Like I will still never forget, and I knew at a certain point it was fake, but I didn't care. Right. I will never forget when Hulk Hogan lifted and body slammed Andre the Giant in WrestleMania, WrestleMania 3 at the Silverdome. Whoa! It was, Andre the Giant was enormous. He was seven, yeah, seven yeah. for three hundred some pounds. Yeah, and nobody ever a beaten him, right, or picked him up. That was like the big That's thing, right? Because he's so big. Yeah, and Hogan body slammed him and then beat him, and that was like the turn of like the t- passing the torch. That's when Hulkamania became Hulkamania. Okay. Um, and that I can still watch it, and I literally get goosebumps. Like it's crazy. <laughs> It's, like, ridiculous. The greatest. So, I never saw him, like, and, you know, we, we're in the business where you meet people. Yeah. I've met athletes, met comedians that I love and stuff like that, and actors. And I usually don't get starstruck. It's, like, you know, you just deal with it. And then I'm at a Comedy Central roast a few years ago, David Hasselhoff's roast. Okay. And uh, afterwards, we go backstage, and a coworker knows that I'm a big fan of Hulk Hogan. Right. Hogan was on the dais. Okay. And uh, Hulk Hogan's backstage. And I'm like, I freeze. Yeah. Like, I'm just freezing as a 35-year-old person. <laughs> and my coworker goes up to him and was like, excuse me, Mr. Hogan, can you get your picture with my friend Andy? Yeah. And he was like, no problem. Well, of course. And that today is my Facebook picture. It, it can't be top. greatest. <laughs> and he's also wearing a shirt that says, suck it, Hoff. <laughs> Hoff? As in Hoff. The, uh, the, David Hasselhoff. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Oh, he had, a, he had a, an anti-David Hasselhoff shirt made. Yeah. The road. Yeah. Who's got that kind of money? I'll tell you who does. Hulk Hogan. Yeah. That's right. So, but I'm a huge Hulk Hogan fan, huge wrestling fan. 
same kind of thing with baseball where it's good to know the stars like Hulk Hogan and Andre the Giant. Yeah. You know you're a real fan if you really know the the the, the intermediate wrestlers, you know? Okay. Like Coco Beware. Coco Beware is one of your favorites. One of my favorites because he was a smaller guy, very agile, did drop kicks. And he had he always carried uh, he came into the crowd, he came into the ring with birds. He had live birds on his shoulders. Wow. Yeah, he was the bird man. He was the bird man. Coco Beware. Coco Beware. Now, what did he do with the birds during the fight? I, I, that's did a good someone, question. Did yeah, he have his manager take Yeah, the somebody, yeah. He had some sort of bird wrangler? Yeah, and then there was the, the million dollar man, Ted DiBiase. Okay. He was a bad guy, but I was a big fan of him. Okay, why? He just had this character that was like, just this pompous, like Donald Trump. Okay. <laughs> he was the million dollar man. Oh, was the million dollar man? Yeah. Okay, yeah, um, nice. Yeah, the Ultimate Warrior. Yeah. Tito Santana was one of my favorites. Is that WWE? Yeah, that was WWF then, Worldwide Wrestling Federation, okay. and now it's become Worldwide Enter or WWE. It's right. There was a, there, there was a big standoff, and then they they joined forces. And no, speaking of steroids, that I mean, they've oh, had. Yeah. And the crazy thing is, Vince McMahon, the chairman. Okay. Same thing when I was a kid, he was involved and just you know skinny. Yeah. Now you look at him and. Like, Shriveled races. Right, dude. <laughs> clearly. Are uh, packing your own lunch. Yeah. Uh, I, don't, I don't even know what that means. Uh, so, <laughs> the, uh, but yeah, but wrestling fascinates me because uh, unfortunately a lot of the wrestlers don't live very long. You always hear about them dying. Oh, yeah? And it's just a really sad... Just because Business. of the road? Or well, I think, it's, I think it's steroids, drugs, the road, just taking, being taken advantage of on the business side. Yeah, I don't think it's, I, I mean, it, like, it's got to be one of those things where only like one or two percent make a real good thing. Yeah, and that's like, it, you know, it's just like ridiculous. Like, it's kind of like comedy. Uh, <laughs> and the fact that there's oh, thousands a, of comics. And it's a very lo- lonely lifestyle in the world. Yeah. Did there you was, see the wrestler? I have not seen it. I should I, see it. Mickey Rourke, but yeah. Right, I can't possibly see it because I, I suspect that's what my life's going to be like when I'm in my 60s doing stand-up comedy yeah. on the road. But there's, um, there was a story I just read on Huffington Post, which I recommend to all the listeners. Yes. Uh, about a wrestler, one of my favorites, named Kamala. He was K-A? the K-A-M-A-L-A. Okay. His character was Kamala the Ugandan Giant. Okay. Incredibly, like, stereotypically and yeah. racial if you think about it. But he, he he did the part. He was he was like I am going to be. Yeah, he you wore like a mask and had this crescent moon on his belly. He was this huge black dude. Holy shit! Like three hundred some pounds. He's just committed to it. Committed to it and had a spear. Oh, all right. Man. Yeah. Well, anyways, it was like a where are they now sort of thing. Yeah. And he is basically has like no money. He just lost both of his legs because of diabetes. Okay. And he just told stories this these stories about when he was wrestling that yeah. he he admits it that he was an uneducated guy yeah. he didn't have an agent there was no union or anything right. and he was just completely taken care of I mean not taken care of taken advantage of something yeah. and just like and he knew that Hogan was making millions right. he even told the story that he said Hogan said to him he's like I hope you're getting paid because I'm getting paid yeah. sort of thing well, that's, you know, that, and again, whenever wrestling comes up, I genuinely think it's like stand-up. Kathleen Madigan said to me, like, seven or eight years ago, I did, it was maybe five, I don't know what it was, but uh, I never met her before. I met her doing Last Comic Standing, and um, after the after we did the taping, she came up to me and she said, tell me you're making $5,000 a week. Right. And I said, no. Right. She said, uh-huh. 
what's happening? And I said, okay, all right. And she's, and I, I opened for her a couple of times. And she had the best advice, you know, as far as like financial advice and yeah. business advice of any comic. And it wasn't all like what I should be getting, but it was how to give back and stuff like that. And you were like, Oh, this is the this is the rest of your education about right. these, this job. Yeah. And wrestling is like that too because it's so much theater. Yeah. Like that guy who played Drax on Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm-hmm. That's a wrestler. And that guy, because of wrestling, I think he has the greatest timing. Right. Because you have to have timing. You have to have a big personality. You right. have to know how to play to the audience and whatever yeah. that is. He was so funny. Did you see Guardians of the Galaxy? I have not, but I've heard. He was hilarious. Yeah. And I don't know who that. I forget that actor's name. But yeah, I mean, wrestling was just fascinating. He was fascinating as a kid, just from an entertainment perspective. Right. Like I remember oh, because the, of the stories. Or? Yeah, the stories and the characters and kind of the underdog and you, you just believing in it. You know, yeah. like that there's Hulkamania. You know, yeah. it's like as a kid, it's like it's, it's crazy. Like the Kiss Army of the 1980 late. 19- yeah, it really is pretty amazing. Yeah, but now it's. Now I don't really, I mean, I don't watch it anymore, but now okay. it's more fascinating of just a business standpoint. Right. You know, being it a is. business that we're in, it's just Now what about roller derby and uh, X Games? Do you enjoy either of those two Roller things? derby, I remember vividly as a kid in vacationing in Ocean City, Maryland with my parents. Yep. And, uh... For whatever reason, like on Saturday mornings there, like it might have been like a local channel or something, but roller derby was on. <laughs> and that was another kind of like WWE where it was, it was a little fixed. Oh, right. Oh, because back in the day. Yeah, and it was, but I loved it. It was just like. It's women. Right? It's women, yeah, and I was just like loving it. I was like, these girls are like beating the crap out of each other. <laughs> right, it's and my mom's like, skates. Yeah, my mom's like, you shouldn't be watching this. And my dad's like, let's watch it. <laughs> but like, uh, yeah, no, I, I, I love roller derby. I don't know if it's still I think it's still around but Oh it's very much yeah. still around I've I've been trying to get this one woman Who does roller derby To come on the show Yeah To do the dark chorus And she's great But there's Everyone who wants to do it Like the problem we had Andy Lovett Yeah Is scheduling And so he, Yeah And I, I end up just Guests just sort of fall in my lap yeah. And I'm like Well let's talk about mushrooms Yeah no there's a Wrestling is one, like it's definitely a sport that it fits on, and I consider it a sport, even that it's you know. Well, it's super physical. It's very I mean, physical, and yeah, I mean, even that's fixed. These people are still putting their bodies through incredible duress. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, there's really no sport I won't watch. Bowling, <laughs> love bowling. We bowled, bowled last night. Right, you went bowling. bowling last night. How'd you do? I did bad. Oh, you didn't did yeah. break a hundred? No, it was very depressing. That is, that is bad. <laughs> very depressing. But bad. not many of us broke a hundred either, oh, which was really enough. depressing. Well, you were hours into the yeah. evening by then. But uh, yeah, and it, I think the the zenith of my sports craziness yeah. is this summer. I realized it. I was just flipping through the channels, and I uh, happened to watch the Little League World Series was on, oh, and nice. I sat there for three hours and watched twelve year olds play baseball <laughs> on television. Right. And it was fascinating. It was fascinating, said, right? yeah. I loved it. Now, why? But a lot of people could find that incredibly creepy at the same time. <laughs> like, I don't drive a blue van or anything. Exactly. You don't have any sort of ice cream truck. <laughs> right. It's, uh, what about, um, so, because they're all, what, how old are they in the Little League World Series? Are I think they it's, 14? I think it's anywhere from 11 to 13. Okay, so little. Yeah. Like, just very young. Yeah. Like, and they play in, it's always in Williamsport, Pennsylvania, which is a place that, it was like Disneyland to me as a kid, because I always wanted to somehow get there right? as a playing Little League. Never happened. Wait, did you play Little League? I did play Little League, yeah. I was a pitcher. Oh, nice. A second baseman. Those were my so two So you were pretty moves. good at it. 
I, yeah, I was. I was a much better fielder and pitcher than I was hitter. I wasn't that great of a hitter. I was the catcher. Yeah. We, we made it to the... We, we did well. And I didn't throw fast, but I threw incredibly accurate. Well, that's good. So I think the parents liked me to pitch because they would get home faster. Oh, fair enough. Because I just <laughs> threw the ball over the plate. Right. But, Whether uh, it got hit or didn't get hit. Yeah, so yeah. I played Little League for a long time. High school, we had a very good baseball team, so I just wasn't good enough to make it. Have you ever thought about coaching? Yes, I would love to. Yeah. My dad coached my team. Oh, did he? He's a lawyer, so he named the team Levitt's Defenders. Uh, Scales nice. of justice on the hat. <laughs> we still have a few hats. Oh, very I'll nice. give you a hat. Excellent. I'll give you a door course. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, so I love to coach baseball. Baseball is like my passion. I would love to coach it. Fair yeah. So. One day, you will coach. Uh, it has been an hour, Andy. Wow, that went by super fast. And it will. It will go by very fast when you talk about uh, your dorkums. <laughs> hey, thanks for listening, Rangers. Uh, go to LiveNationComedy.com, and uh, I think I'm going to post the picture of you and Hulk Hogan as yeah. the teaser clip, even if it isn't the teaser clip uh, of the wrestling talk, because it's awesome. Yeah, and it's just LiveNation.com. And it's just LiveNation. And yeah. then go to the comedy tab. Yeah, yes. exactly. If you want to see, and you should go see Brian Regan or, or um, Lewis Black or yeah, uh, Joe, Joe Rogan. Anybody, yeah, Joe everybody. Rogan. Kevin James. Kevin James. Everybody. Any number of uh, large theater venue dudes. Yeah. Any ladies? Lisa Lampanelli, I think, right? Yeah, we do some Lisa dates. Kathleen Madigan. Kathleen Madigan? Said, yeah. Oh, yeah? Oh, that's neat. Yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, I've weeded up. Amy Schumer. Amy Schumer? Oh, Very. good. Uh, hey, guys. Uh, I'm still talking. Let's yeah. wrap it up. Uh, <laughs> you've done final work. Have fun out there. Bye. My hat, my hat, my hat. They're dancing around my hat, my hat, my hat, my hat. Well, what do you think of that? If it looks like a Mexican hat dance and it sounds like a Mexican hat dance, it's most likely a Mexican hat dance. So take off your hat and let's dance. Yay! Oh, my God. We, why don't we just call that as the end of the show?